no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Barry Centrals. On today's show, we break down the Bears draft and much, much more. A-Dub, talk to him. Man, that draft, Prez. We've been waiting for it for such a while, man. And it finally came here, Prez. Finally came. And your boy, Prez, I got a lot of thoughts. I got a lot of thoughts. But before we get into the audience, I got to talk to y'all about the weekend and heading into the draft because our brother A-Dub, was kicking it at Soldier Field at the Bears draft party. So I would like for you to talk to the audience about that experience and how that was for you, bro. Man, it was a great experience, Perez. I can't even lie to you on that note, man. Um, the fan base came out and showed up. Even though it was drizzling, raining out there, they came out to show support. Uh, there were actually players out there doing signings um, at different parts of the field. Like on the field by the end zone, you had uh, Money Moon and Khalil Herbert. They were out there signing autographs. And you just saw a long line of um, Bears Nation out there, man, just waiting, you know, uh, for that line and to wait for that opportunity to actually get an autograph, man. So I thought that was dope, Prez. You had your boy Cole Commit, Nicholas Morrow. They was on the uh, second level doing the same thing, signing autographs. They had a long-ass line, too. So all you saw was Bear <laughs> Nation jerseys, bro. Bear Nation jerseys out there just everywhere. Kids, adults, I mean, having a great time, Prez. So, so let me ask you, so when uh, the Bears made the draft pick, did they put that up on the jumbo chart? Yes, sir. When they made the draft pick, they were already warming you up for it. The pick is in. Pick is in. All the fans started getting a little, little crazy, get excited. And then, you know, once they put it up there, you saw the players, you saw the draft part of it. You just seen, you know, it just got silent. People were just watching and, and heard, the, heard the players speak. And it was just an awesome experience there, too. Man, that's awesome, bro. Sounds like a really good time. I, I know you got some time with your boy Money Moon. How was that experience for you, brother? Oh, yeah, that was a great experience, too, man. Uh, Money Moon, you know, the fact that, you know, uh, he was there. I chopped it up with him, you know, for a minute, of course, you know. And, uh, you know, and gave him kudos on, on, on the excellent season he had. You know, and, um, yeah, it was good, man, chatting with them. I know it was a long line, of course, you know, with people waiting. But, you know, you had that much time to really chat, chop it up with those guys. But it was just good to talk with him. And then right next to him, Khalil Herbert, got a chance to chop it up with him a little bit, too. So both of those guys, man, were down to earth. Two good young guys, man, enjoying the moment. Yeah, and I, um, and I know that you chopped it up with uh, a new listener that I, I hope – well, I think – we got a new listener out of it, but there was a guy, Nick, that you met at the draft party. I saw he followed us on Twitter. So, Nick, if you're listening to this, shout out to you, baby. Enjoy the ride. Oh, man, big time Nick, man. Nick is a, a huge Bears fan, Prez, and Nick said something very interesting to me. He's like, man, we got to win. He's like, look, I don't remember this 85 stuff, man. He's talking about 85. <laughs> look, I'm one of those guys who know what's going on now, you know. I can't talk about E5. I want to know what's going on now. And he likes what he sees right now from, you know, uh, Ryan Pohl. So salute to Nick. Hey, man, pleasure talking with you. You made that line go by so much faster, man, just chopping up with you about the Bears. Appreciate you, bro. Yes, sir, Nick. And one thing, if A-Dub didn't tell you, we keeps it real on this show, baby. Very real. Speaking of real, 
We finally got Nick Foles the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, man, about time, friends. I know you've been wanting him off the team for quite a while, man, and it finally happened. Finally. I thought he got traded, but he got cut. No, man, nobody was going to give up any draft capital because they knew the Bears wanted to get rid of him, especially – after Tre- uh, Trevor Simeon came up here, you knew they won't get no draft capital for him. <laughs> you already knew what this was about, Perez. Once that happened, right? It's like, uh-oh, we counting the days for Nick Foles. The, the, the countdown had begun. But I thought it was a classy move by Poles because he let the guy go. He didn't hold him hostage. He said, fine. And the Bears are on the hook for a, a decent amount of that money and dead cap space. But yeah. Brian Poles, I thought, did the right thing by letting him go and letting him go to a team where he'll have an actual chance to play. And that's just Ryan Poles looking out for a vet. You know what I'm saying, Perez? It's like, look, I'm going to go ahead and do the right thing here. Let you go on by your business, man. We leave on a good note. Because we know Poles even said it. He's been actively shopping Nick Foles around the league and nothing materialized. You know what I mean? <laughs> and this shows me his value, right, Perez? Nobody like, hey, nobody going to bite on this. Well, and that, all, that goes you to show you even more how awful – Ryan Pace was the fact that he gave up draft capital to get this guy and took on that contract. And what, two years later, nobody would even touch that contract <laughs> or Nick Foles. That says a lot, doesn't it? Because now what is it? $7.6 million in dead cap space. Now they did free up $3 million in cap space, but come on, we gave him draft capital to get this guy, man. And that's Ugh. the key right there, Perez, that draft capital, man. Something that we always definitely needed. Well, because you saw going into this draft, we talked about it. Ryan Poles did not have a lot of draft capital as at his disposal. But Ryan Poles, and we're going to get into it later, but Ryan Poles did a really good job of accumulating draft capital for this draft. I mean, because he went into this draft with five draft picks, and my man ended up with 11 picks in this draft. Whew. Man. Hell. Hell, right. He working, baby. He put in work. Not only that, they said my man slept at Hallis Hall overnight. Man, that kind of commitment right there, Perez, that goes a long way. Ryan Poles, you got my respect. Yeah, man. That, and that's why I feel like a lot of the fan base needs to just relax a little bit, get off the guy's ass, give him a chance. Y'all sat over here and made all these excuses for Ryan Pace. This man, Ryan Poles, has been in this job for a couple months and people are already talking shit. Relax. Right. And here's the deal, Perez. When he got in his job, just me just rehashing what we already talked about, he's been working ever since. He really is. So we're going to get into the nuts and bolts of that in a second. But one more thing I want to talk to you about, A-Dub, before we get into this draft. Olin Cruz, baby. Olin why Cruz? Would any, why would anybody mess with Olin Cruz? <laughs> hey, you got to be a crazy guy to mess with Olin Cruz. Olin Cruz, Mike Tyson, don't do it. Don't mess with those guys. Hey, look, they don't mind going to war. They ready for the smoke. And, and it's funny that I brought up the Mike Tyson thing because on Twitter, when uh, CHGO made the announcement that they fired Olin Cruz for physically assaulting an employee of the company, and Olin Cruz, he quote tweeted their tweet and put that Mike Tyson meme up. Remember Mike Tyson said for <laughs> social media, made it acceptable for people to run their mouths without getting punched in the face for it? Right, right. Olin Cruz is letting you know real quick he don't play them games. Man, Olin ain't playing no games at all, man. i tell you one thing, Press. I ain't running up on that, brother. Man, <laughs> Cruz is no are joke. You, are, you, are you crazy? Listen, I'm going to look at Olin Cruz. And next time, if we are in the same space with him, I'm going to get that man a head nod and I'm going to keep it moving. 
Hey, I, don't, I don't want no trouble with him, man. Hey, you're right. Head nod is just as good for sure, friends. I'm with you, man. Hey, I'm straight, man. I'm cool. No problem yeah. with you, bro. I got no problem with you. Now, he's a Bears legend. I know a lot of people on Twitter are upset with him and saying, hey, how violence isn't the, the answer and things of that nature. But we don't know the specifics of the situation, man. So I'm going to hold judgment on that. But I'm just going to tell you, all recruits, I don't want no smoke with you, brother. Man, not at all, man. You cool with me, man. I, I, don't, want, I don't want no trouble. <laughs> all right, man, let's get into this draft, man. A-Dub, the audience, they praying like, man, press A-Dub, well, y'all get to it. So, audience, as we mentioned, the 2022 NFL draft is officially in the books. And I would say this, man. The Bears, I thought, came out of it, A-Dub, with some very interesting prospects, right? Right. And – I know a lot of people went into this draft, because I was one of them, wanting the Bears to get some help for Justin Fields. And so, A-Dub, before we get into our pick-by-pick breakdown, let's talk through some of what I feel were some of the winners and losers from this draft. Yes, sir. The first one. I think Andy Jackson was a big winner after this draft. What say you? You know what? I I can agree with that, Perez. Because, um, you know, he, he skated by, man. You know, we already talked about him, about what he's uh, done over the past couple of seasons, how we weren't too happy about it. But in this case here, Perez, he, he really is getting a fresh start. He's getting a chance to show that, hey, you know what, can you get back to being who you once were? So he got a fresh start now to show what he can do. Now, I'm hoping he's able to use this as a way to succeed, man. So, But because of the fact that Ryan Poles, um, he really emphasized the secondary with some of those early picks – I think that's what made Eddie Jackson a winner because now he's got a, a true running mate, I'm assuming, yeah. and we got a cornerback opposite of Jalen Johnson. So we'll get into that in a little bit, but I thought that that really helped Eddie Jackson out a lot. Man, bolster that secondary up. That's a good position mm-hmm. to be in. But on the flip side of it when it comes to Eddie Jackson, hey, he on his last chance here. Yeah. Because if he, if he don't get shit done here, brother, you can tell Matt Eberflus, he ain't one to be playing around. Oh, man, this is it. This is it for you. This is it. So make the best of your opportunity here, man. And again, prayers now. We're rooting for you. We want to see you do well. But I'm telling you right now, if you slip up, that's it. Yeah, because at the end of the day, it could be a situation where we have Eddie Jackson and Brisker as a nice tandem, or it could be a future situation where Brisker just takes your spot altogether next season. So at the end of the day, Eddie, they are giving you an opportunity. And so I'm hoping that Eddie – Takes that opportunity and really runs with it, eh, Doug? He got no excuses, Perez. None at all. None at all. All right. Thomas Graham Jr., in my opinion, eh, Doug? I feel like he kind of lost out because not only did they go after and sign Tavon Young in the offseason and have him at the slot corner, but obviously we know that Kyler Gordon is probably going to slot in at that starting corner. Right. So now when you look at a Thomas Graham Jr., he's going to be probably more of a backup. Going into this offseason, we thought that Thomas Graham Jr. had a chance to compete for a starting job. Well, he still got a chance to fight for it, right? You know, competition. I know that Ryan Poles always talk about, but you're right, Perez. It sucks in a way because, I mean, the kid didn't really get a lot of opportunity last season, man. You know what I'm saying? And it kind of sucks now to see all these changes happening here. It's like, damn, man, we're bringing a lot of ammunition and you ain't got your chance. You definitely need to boast up that second year. Oh, yeah, no doubt, no doubt. But I guess my whole thing was now Thomas Graham Jr., he's going to be fighting for playing time now. Right, exactly, Prince. And that's going to be hard to come by, man. It really is. It's not going to be easy. It ain't going to be easy, you know. But at the end of the day, 
you know what Ryan Pose is all about. You just brought it up a second ago. He's about competition, and we're going to see a lot of that at Hallis Hall this summer, brother. Hey, man, that's going to be a joy to watch. Who wants a job? Who's going to earn a job? You're not giving nothing in this case here. You're going to earn what you want. Another person that I thought A-Dub that was a loser after this draft was Justin Fields. Now, you know that my preference was earlier in that draft, I wanted them to go after a playmaking wide receiver. Yeah. Now, bolster in that secondary, which we're going to talk about in a second, obviously that needed to happen. There were a lot of issues with this roster. However, I keep saying, after free agency, I didn't like the fact that Justin Fields' weapon situation, I, I thought that Justin Fields should have gotten a little bit more help during free agency. That didn't happen. Right. Then we look at the draft. Early on, I thought there were some guys there that were for the taking. They decided to go another way. But Justin Fields, man, this is a very important season for him. A-Dub, and I just thought that after this draft, I thought they could have done a little bit more to help Justin Fields out. No, you spot on, Prez. I thought we could have done a lot more for him, too. Um, but we had so many needs, right? So many damn needs on this team. And um, and uh, we went a different direction that we thought would need the most upgrade, right? We really need the upgrade at the, at the in the secondary, for sure, that you and I talked about. But, man, you're right. Just the feels it didn't happen for him, man, with him getting weapons who can pretty much come in and give him instant help. So I do feel bad for him from that perspective. But one other thing to, t- to take note, because I know the audience is probably listening to my comments and thinking, well, Perez, they weren't going to draft – 11 wide receivers. No shit. I know that. Right. With 11 picks, I thought we'd have got more than one receiver. And so that's kind of when I look at that situation of like, man, this receiving room was already kind of like a little thin. Yeah. And I was was looking at it like, man, he ain't got a lot of weapons out here in in, in this situation. But again, Ryan Poles, I'm going to be patient. I I can't even say too much because the guy showed you that he knows how to work. He knows he's, he has an eye for talent. And yes, he does. After this one kind of first class of his, which obviously is going to be too early for us to like really give a really solid grade on it. So anything that we talk about now is just more of our initial thoughts. But I would say initially looking at it, I'm like, okay, you see that he's got a type of player. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's definitely spot on, Prez. He loves underdog type players. People got something to prove. Yep. I mean, we saw that with him at free agency, too, you know? Yep, absolutely. I thought Byron Pringle was another guy that won because with the fact that they didn't draft much in the way of playmakers, well, this is going to show you that Byron Pringle and, and Darnell Mooney are going to be the top two guys at that wide receiver spot, eh, Doug? They got the keys, Perez. They got the keys, man. It's their show right now. So, look, they got no excuses, right? My boy Money Moon, Pringle, you all have no excuses. You guys got – you're going to get your opportunities to shine. So, therefore, you come out as a winner here. You get the <laughs> you get all the targets pretty much, friends. And then last but not least, audience, I think when we talk about winners, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. I mean, they just wrapped up their first draft as GM and head coach. And I'm just going to put aside my football analysis here when I make this comment. But – I just like the moments that I saw between those two. And it kind of looked like, I'm like, these guys have a budding, really good relationship with each other. And it looks genuine and authentic, bro. Yes, it does. They work very well together, Perez. 
They're on the same page. They got good vibes together, Press. It's just good when you see both of them on the podium together, right, just talking about what they did and what they accomplished, man. It's just good to just see that kind of energy. You don't, like I said, it's not fake, man. It's purely genuine, and they both seem to get along very well. And it seems like they just, like, you know what, they know how to do what? What we're looking for here. They just know how to talk to each other, right, how to get along with each other and how to work together. And the most important part, you can tell that this moment, this draft meant something to them. It means something to them that they work for the Chicago Bears. I love that. And that wasn't lost on me, bro. Not at all. We we in this together kind of a thing. And again, I cannot <laughs> stop talking about this part. But this man turned five draft picks, bro, at the beginning of the offseason to 11 when it was all said and done, brother. That's impressive as fuck. Yes, it is, man. <laughs> this dude pulled out something that probably ain't been done since what? When last time we had that many picks? What, 2005, Prez? From it was a mistaken? long time ago. Yep. Long time ago, man. To pull up something like this in your first season, Prez, your first really offseason, you know, in, in, in such a short m- m- period of time, right? Remember, Ryan Poles, I mean, he just got here. <laughs> really, Prez, his ID ain't dried up yet, man. He's been here for <laughs> a few months, and he already doing this kind of a thing already, Prez, like he's been doing this forever, you know? So I got to salute that, man. Like, this dude is a hard worker behind the scenes, man. And the last point when I have when it comes to him and and, and Matt Eberflus, I'm just happy that Matt Eberflus now has two guys that Poles drafted that are probably going to be day one starters. I mean, we're going to get into that here in a second. But you know that Matt Eberflus, his mentality, his mindset is going to be all over these type of guys that they selected. So – Matt Eberflus has an identity that he wants this football team to have. And when you look at the guys that they drafted, it seems like these guys fit the bill for that. And I know Matt Eberflus is happy, Prince. Yeah, it's just good to see that actual synergy between coach and GM. You know, yeah. because a lot of people will sit here and they'll talk to you about that. But talk is cheap. We actually saw that with these picks. We saw the way that they interacted. And again, seeing how much this meant to both of those guys, it fired me up as a Bears fan. It really does fire you up, Prez. I was just happy just watching the vibes of those two, man. You see they feel the, the interviews. It's like, man, this is just a good feeling to be a Bears fan, you know, and seeing how we've, we got hope, Prez. That's why I would say the best word to use. We got hope now, man. We got a lot of it. Well, you know what they say about hope, A-Dub. I just hope that this hope, this newfound hope, I hope we don't um, break our, our hearts again because, you know, we have been down this road before now, brother. Yeah, man, and I don't think we can take it. We, we can take another L like that, Prince. I'll just say it one hundred with you, man. It's been tough, but I hope that this is the the change we need to see, and we hope we get some good, some great results out of it. I do too. All right, audience, you guys have been patient. Here it is, our pick by pick breakdown. I'm starting with Kyler Gordon. A Dub, what say you? Kyler Gordon, man, I like what I saw from this guy on film, Prez. I'm going to say, man, I, I, the grade-wise for this guy, I'm going to give him a B, Prez, a B-plus, a B-plus for Kyler Gordon, man. This guy can come in and can possibly start, Prez. He got the versatility. He's tough as they come, Prez. I mean, he's very competitive. I think the guy got all the tools. As a matter of fact, I still think he's got – he can get so much better than what he is already. I mean, once he put it all together, this dude is going to be the real deal, Prez, in my opinion. Yeah, no, I agree. And, I, and, and, and honestly, a dub. I don't think possibly. I think this guy's going to start day one. I mean, I teased it earlier how Matt Eberflus has two guys that are going to start day one. This kid is one of them. Kyler Gordon, I loved this pick. I gave it an A-. minus. Okay. The guy's versatile, bro. The biggest thing that I liked about him, though, 
when you talk about versatility, not only can he play out there on that island, but he can also play in the slot as well. And the fact that we needed somebody opposite of Jalen Johnson, we got one here. I mean, look at what we had to deal with last season. The type of players that they put over there on the outside of Jalen Johnson, that shit was awful all year, ain't the All year. <laughs> yeah, man, gave us all headaches, man. <laughs> Seeing this is a, a tremendous upgrade, tremendous upgrade. This kid is a winner, Prez. And I mean by a winner, I'm talking about a winner when it comes down to coverage. This guy haven't given up a TD in what? The last 722, what, coverage snaps, Prez? It come down to it. Fuck all them stats. What I want to talk about here with this audience, because they don't come to his show to listen to that. This guy's going to be a lockdown corner. That's what it's about. Yes. And about the number of snaps of the touchdowns. Look, he coming to the NFL, he going to get cooked. That's fine. <laughs> it's going to happen. <laughs> but he's going to learn from it, man. He's going to learn from it. Exactly. He learned quickly. He's one of those quick learners, man. And as a matter of fact, he got beat a couple of times in college too, Press. You know, we, we see that part of it, you know, because you give him a touch TD, don't mean you ain't get beat. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> you, you got your share, fair share of it, though. But the thing is, this kid learned quickly. Like, you got me that time, he's going to get me again. I got you next time. So he's willing to adjust and change. And that's what I like to see about a guy like him. Like, man, this kid probably can use that same tool, man, and bring it to this level and then learn from the good coaching staff that we have that can help take him to the next level. That's exactly it. And the last piece when it comes to this draft pick, we already know what we got with Jalen Johnson on the opposite side of the field. Jalen Johnson's been locked down. I see a situation now with Kyler Gordon where you got another guy with that same skill set, bro. Just another lockdown-level corner. And I'm telling you, when that draft pick happened, I was so fired up, brother. I was so fired up. And I didn't mean to cut you off, really, but I'm just telling you, I don't care about all those stats. I look at film. <laughs> I look at the way that this kid competes. I look at the way that he covers people. He ain't afraid to put his nose in there. That is what I care about. Hell, yeah. I love it, Press. I love it. And I'm glad you're speaking on it, bro. You know he's going to push Jalen Johnson. Because Jalen Johnson going to go to the side like, uh-oh. This kid coming, you know. Now I got to, you know, step my game. I know I stepped my game with solid, but now you see another guy over there doing great as well. You're like, oh, oh, oh. Now we got some in-house competition with each other. And you love that kind of a thing going on too. Iron shop is iron, right? Yes, sir. That's how it works. All day. All right. So our next pick, Jaquan Brisker. Talk to him. Jaquan Brisker, man. This kid, I gave him actually an A, Prez. I think this guy, he also got versatility too, Prez. I mean, deep safety, box safety, slot. He does it all, man. And the thing is, he got swag too, man. <laughs> I like his swag, Prez. This guy can get grimy, man. He got a, I mean, he can get to the ball. He, you know, he, he can get there, man. He got all the tools, Prez. And the fact that he went down to this number here, for, the guy drafted, he feel a little pissed. Like he got something to prove. Like, okay. And then telling our coaching staff, you know what? Hey, look. Y'all got to steal the draft. You know what I'm saying? He's I already talking. I love that. He's I already, love that. you know what I'm saying, Prez? So he's like, look, I'm ready to play, man. Let's get this party started now. I love this kid, Prez. I ain't going to lie to you, man. I'm looking forward to watching him play. And, and and speaking of that, I mean, even with the fact with Kyler Gordon, he was a first-round talent, first-round grade. He dropped to us. Same thing with Jaquan Brister. And what we're seeing right here with these two picks, especially with Ryan Poles, he took the best player available. And we Ooh. haven't seen that in a long time. He stuck to his guns. Because when you got a guy like Jacoby Brisker, I give it a B plus. But I agree with everything you said because this is the second guy that he drafted that I think is going to be a day one starter, A-Dub. And now, when you look at a kid like this, 
not only his confidence and his swagger, but I saw where he did an interview and he talked about how his brother was killed a long time ago. And he always throws up the L to represent his brother. And Bears Nation, you're going to see him throw that L up a lot. That's what that's in reference to, in reference to. He's playing with a Y. He's playing with a chip on his shoulder. But the kid not only is versatile, like A-Dub said, but he's tough as hell. There was yes. a game that I saw, bro, where they were playing Wisconsin. He left the game for multiple times. He got dinged up, multiple injuries. But he made the game-changing play. He had an interception on fourth down to seal the game for his team. And that is the type of player that we're getting here in Chicago, a guy that can make game-changing plays, a ball hawk, what Eddie Jackson used to be. And now he's <laughs> going to be playing next to Eddie Jackson. Ooh, we, this is a guy going to make Eddie Jackson step this game up or make Eddie Jackson move on, <laughs> whatever it's going to take, man. But, yeah, I love this kid, man. And the one thing he told us, Perez, is this this year, when he told Coach, you won't regret it. You won't regret it. Let's let that sink in for a minute. We won't regret it. And All eyes on you, baby. And when you say shit like that, you got to back it up, right? Exactly. Show me. Show me. Show us. Show the world. I mean, Prez not talking about it now, but man, he gonna show us. He gonna show us the works, Prez. And I'm telling you, man, this is a good pick by Ryan Poles. Now I will say this though. You gave it an A, and I can see why you did because. He may end up being the best player in this entire draft class when it's all said and done. It's just still too early to say, but I tell you, I like a lot of what I saw in him on film. When I saw how he was battling out there on the field, how instinctive he was, the playmaker, that size and speed combination, brother, he plays in the box, and he will come up and light somebody ass up. Man, won't he press? Won't he do it, man? I said, man, this kid right here, man, game changer. I, I I'm thinking about the whole thing with him. He get the job done. I mean, he just got all the twos, man. I agree. All right. Round three. Vellis Jones, Tennessee. I gave this pick a C. I like Vellis Jones. I think he's cool. Press. It's more like a utility player. Can do a lot of stuff. I wasn't too thrilled about him and as a wide receiver. So I did see, you know, I watched him press. I, you know, I, he got some things. You know, he can do some things there. But is it to that level where, you know, He's going to come in and be instantly great. It's going to take some time for him, I believe, Fred. I think you are mentioning uh, Jakeem Grant. But uh, Jakeem Grant, this is kind of what I think they were – when they drafted Vellis Jones, he's going to kind of serve that role and also the Cordero Patterson role that he served here in the past, even though Matt Nagy did not get the best out of Cordero Patterson because you saw what he went to Atlanta to do. But when <laughs> I look at this Vellis Jones pick, that's what I envision they do. That's a damn good vision right there, Perez. You know, and I think this guy got – I think he got the guts. I think he got the tools, right, some of the tools in play to be able to do it. I, I need to see it, man. It's going to be the high level. What are we going to get out of it, man? And that just lets me know that from watching him on film, I see some good things. It's just that I need to see him put together and prove me wrong. So this is the first thing about the pick, though. The guy's not even a polished wide receiver. So right. he's going to be more of a specialty type of player. So – one of the few things that may be upset, and this is what I talked about in the opener, is not getting Justin Fields any help. And when you look at this pick right here, Vellis Jones is probably going to be like a slot receiver in this offense, but mostly like a, uh, a specialty player, special teams, you know, punt return, kickoff return, all that kind of stuff. But one thing that I do think is if you get this kid the ball in space, 
he could be fucking excited in this offense. He could be very exciting. So I think that type of thing is going to be good. Runs after the catch. We didn't have a lot of that last year. I talked about that on the show a lot of times. We didn't have a lot of those type of plays. This guy could do it. However, I gave this draft pick a C as well, just because of the fact that he's not a polished receiver yet. And I thought there were some better receivers that they could have gotten this spot. Skills. You're right. He, he doesn't have all that. I'm glad you've touched on the fact that he's not that polished. Maybe he can learn, you know, on, on the big level, but that kind of thing takes some time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's going to be 25 when the season's over, or when the season starts. So he's going to be an older rookie. I mean, shit, he's older than <laughs> Darnell Mooney. He's older than a lot of guys on this team as a rookie. But uh, but I would say this, uh, Ryan Poles, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt on this pick, but I still got to give it a C. Yeah, he just got to show me, man. This kid is going to get even better. I don't know, Perez. He's probably going to be who he is at this point. You never know. Braxton Jones in the fifth round. Talk to him. Braxton Jones, fifth round, Perez. I kind of gave this, man. You know, I gave this pick also a C as well. Still think this guy got some upside to him. Think that he, he done a great job where he was at, you know what I'm saying, in college, you know what I'm saying? But I still think with him, man, he's gonna be, he's gonna need to show me something. I think he can be a depth piece. I really believe that. But see, this one, A This one, we go, uh, we go a little different because this pick I gave a minus. Really? I, um, on this guy right here, brother. My lord, I think he's got a potential to be a starter. The reason why I say this: when you look at this kid on film, him in the run blocking game is just insane. And when I look at this Bears office right now. I could just only imagine somebody like him creating opportunities for David Montgomery and for Khalil Herbert. And when you look at a guy like Braxton Jones, he started for three years at college. Very intriguing prospect. And to your point, A-Dub, he's got a lot that he could develop upon, but I think there's a lot about him that he could do well as well. I mean, I don't think that he's a death piece. I think this guy is somebody that can start right away. Great footwork, and he's got a mean streak. And we talked about this last year with Tevin Jenkins and how Tevin Jenkins had a little bit of that nasty tool. Mm-hmm. Braxton Jones has that same shit as well. I'm really excited about this draft pick, A-minus for your boy Press. Okay. Now you think this, he, he's going to play right tackle, left tackle? What do you think that's what he's going to be? Probably right tackle. Okay. But we'll see because, you know, at the end of the day, they're still trying to figure all this shit out. <laughs> right. And the thing that crossed my mind, I was thinking about, you know, Jenkins and, you know, your boy Bohr. I'm like, are those our, our tacklers, right? Because they got the first, you know, the first ding at it, you know, that we talked about, right? And I'm like, well, what does that mean for him? You know what I'm saying? What does he Never, fit in with that? And like I keep telling you, I have a feeling that somebody's going to get moved to guard. I just feel it. Well, you got, so, and most times you had a good feeling like that, friends. It usually happens. <laughs> yeah, so we'll see. But Braxton Jones, love, love, love that pick. All right. The other fifth-round pick was Dominique Robinson from Miami of Ohio. Talk to him, A-Dub. And I gave this pick a C as well, Perez. Okay. I think this guy have a good upside, Dominique Robinson. I think he got a good upside. Miami kind of got guys like this running like this at edge. And, again, I mean, this is still a nice school, though. But I like this guy, man. I still think he still got to get more experience. I think he can learn a whole lot from being under Eberflus. I think he's coming to the right situation. I just think a guy like him still got to grow, still got to learn, Perez. And I think he's going to get better over time. I gave this one a B plus, and I agree with you, A-Dub, in the fact that he's only played on defense for two seasons. He's got a lot of room to grow there. But, however, that potential for this guy is scary. I saw him at the combine when he ran at 4-7. 
And yeah. that was right around the, t- the same amount of time that Aiden Hutchinson ran, who was the number one pick in the draft. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to sit up here and make any sort of comparisons on this because this might be more of a project type pick. However, if you go swing for the fences, you do that shit in the fifth round. That's what Ryan Poles did here. And I think, A-Dub, that he might have hit a home run with this pick here. We, we, I will say, because he got the talent for his, that is not without a doubt. But you're right. Good point. He could be a guy that can continue to, to grow and, and be something special, man. But he got all the twos there, got the, got the, got the width, got the length. Yeah, man, I'm pulling for him, Perez. So it might be that eight, like you're saying, man. All right, well, let's get down here to the sixth round because we got three picks here in the sixth round of the, to recap. The first one, Zach Thomas, offensive tackle, San Diego State. Man, I like this pick, man. <laughs> um, at that position, I kind of gave this guy a C-plus, Perez. I thought we, with him, offensive tackle here, man, we can use a guy like him, man. I mean, you talk about run blocking, right? A guy like that can still do some things, man. So, hey, I, I like this pick here. I thought it was um, a low-key pick. This pretty much tells me that Ryan Poles really was doing his homework, man. Still needs some improvement, pass protection, Perez, but I think that's a deal that he'll probably learn as he go along. Yeah, A-Dub, A-Dub, when I look at this one, I agree with you. C-plus seems to be a fair uh, grade for this pick right now. I think the biggest takeaway I have for Zach is just the versatility. I'm not going to just repeat that. We talked about that so much in the offseason, but we know Ryan Poles has a type. This Mm -hmm. guy matches that. He played three different positions in college. Right tackle, left tackle, right guard. Now, you talk about that type of interchange stability, that gives you so many options there on that offense. Also, mm-hmm. the way this guy comes off the fucking line of scrimmage and the running game, and you guys, you got audience, if you guys ain't noticed something with me right now, I want guys to go come off the fucking football and punch somebody in the fucking mouth. <laughs> and that is what this guy does. Hey, look, friends, that's what's up right there, man. And the, he got the gifts, man. I just got to see a little bit more of it. You know what I'm saying? One thing that I will say, audience, his weakness that I saw of him was that I thought as a pass blocker, that was where he kind of showed up to be weak. But that's something that yes. can be worked on in the, in the, in the NFL. Yep. They're going to work with him on that. And, and when I look at him, I know offensive tackle is where he kind of lined up or where he was pro- he was projected as in the, in, in the NFL. My opinion, if I look at his game, what he does best, I think guard would be probably more, more of where he'll end up in the NFL. But I'm telling you right here, this type of versatility excites me. C-plus as well on Zach Thomas. The next round six draft pick was Tristan Ebner from Baylor. Man, I kind of like this, man. You know, I like his speed, Prez. You know, um, he can catch it as well, man. I think this guy, man, is a different type of player than the running backs we currently have. You know, mm-hmm. and I like a guy that's different, right? Different don't mean bad. Different means, you know what? I can use you as a weapon, man. And I thought this pick here, I kind of gave it a B press. I'm like, you know what? This is a low key pick, you know? And this guy could probably could do something totally different, man, than these other guys and make an impact. Okay. So I gave this one a B plus, And I agree with everything you said there. I like his ability. I like that in college, he showed that he was successful in the passing and running game, right? Yes. He's got decent size on him, but he's going to give that speedy dynamic to this running back room that we don't have with our current two options. I think that's going to be good. That's going to be really good. And also, too, you can never have enough running back depth. And so I think this is a great pick, B+. And lastly, audience, the guy can return kicks and punts. We 
four four forty at the combine. Buckle up. Man, man, man. Does he not remind you a little bit of Tariq Cohen and Prez? A little bit. A little bit. Because I can see that a little bit. However, Tariq had a, a – he had freaky athleticism. This kid <laughs> here, yeah, yeah. He, he dope. But, man, Tariq, though, man. Boy, yeah, boy, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, I hear you there, friends. We're on the same page with that. I'm not trying to say he is to recall better. I'm just saying he got a little bit of you know, a little bit of Yeah, I, I, I can see a little bit. I can see a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I'm saying Tariq, a different animal, though, man. That's exactly it, man. I hope he's good. Uh, our third six-rounder, Doug Kramer, offensive lineman from the University of Illinois, ILL. Man, Press, I was kind of happy about that, man. And call me biased, right? Because he's from Illinois, you know, he went to Illinois, <laughs> man. But you know what, Press? It was just good to see, man. It was good to see in the way, man. I think this dude definitely got some athleticism as well, Press. You know, he definitely can block, man. I mean, this guy is, is cool, man. A guy like him, man, underdog, Press, can come in, work his tail off, and probably make a name for himself. So I gave his pick here a C. Plus. See that? And you know what, A Dub? The only part about this pick that I truly, truly loved was the fact that he was from Illinois. Yep. <laughs> I was surprised that we went and drafted him where we drafted him at because I thought he was going to go a little bit later in the draft. Yeah. And I wonder where he's going to end up. Is he going to just be like a training camp body, practice squad type player? Yeah. But I will say this. He's got a great attitude. I watched him down there in Champaign play for years. He's got really good size to be a center. But it's going to be interesting to see what ends up happening with him here in Chicago. He's got a chance to stick, but you don't know. But I gave the pick a C minus. Yeah, and, and a guy like him, Perez, can probably come in and show, look, you know what? Hey, look, I can be a steal and say, look, I can come in and get some snaps and show you all what I'm capable of doing. So he's a guy that can be one of those kind of guys, right? To come in, may not have the radar on the Perez, but then can make a name for himself. Yeah, but one thing, though, I do love is that he plays through the whistle. And again, honest, you guys know how I get down. I love that kind of <laughs> shit, so I will always be down with that. Yes, sir, Prez. We know about, about you, man. And you, <laughs> and you got the right idea as well, so I love that, man. Yes, sir. All right, we down to the seventh-round draft picks, audience, before we get out of here. The first seventh-round draft pick, Jatire Carter from Southern. Yeah, man, I thought it was a cool pick too, Prez. You know what I'm saying? I think this guy here, Prez, 6'3", I mean, nice body. I mean, he can move, man. He can move, Perez. So I kind of gave this pick here, man. Um, a C, I think this guy can show us something, Perez. And I think, you I mean, he got all the tools as well, but he's got to show the gifts and, and bring it out there, man. I mean, going this late, he probably expect to be this far down, but I think a guy like him, man, got a lot to prove. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I give this one a B, actually. But, however, I thought this was a really interesting draft choice because I thought that it had very low, low risk associated yeah. with it. And Ryan Poles is really stocking up on that offensive line, and it's not surprising. He's a former offensive lineman. So the thing is with him, with this team, he wants to upgrade that position. And I love that because that offensive line position, that secondary was trash before he got here. Yeah, got a lot of development going on with this pick here, Perez. You know, and, and it's cool, too. It's good to have those kind of things, right? But think about this here. This dude played basketball, Perez. Right. <laughs> this dude played basketball, man. <laughs> now you on the line. You know what I'm saying? You got some kind of athleticism, you know? So it will be good to see how this guy continue to develop, man. I think he's a development type of guy. And I think he could be a potential diamond in the rough. And, and, and the reason why I like these moves that Ryan Poles has made is because – a couple of these things may strike, and they may strike very well for us. 
I would say this. When I look at a guy like this, 6'5", 275, he's really good size. And the fact <laughs> that you talked about him playing basketball, that athleticism, like I said, this is a low-risk move right here. But brother, 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 he Wait. might be a very well-rounded lineman in the NFL. You never know what he could end up turning into. He may even grow even more, fill out a little bit more. You never know. You never know, Perez. He's a damn athlete. All right, Elijah Hicks, A-Dub, California. Talk to him. <laughs> California, baby. Um, yeah, man, this is a good pick too, Perez. I gave this pick a C plus. I mean, this guy got versatility as well, Perez. Deep safety, can play corner as well, Perez, cornerback. I mean, this guy, man, got some got some tools, Perez. And I think this is a safe pick here as well. It adds to the depth because we definitely, we definitely need it. You know that already. So, man, I, I like what I saw with them picking him. Yeah, so this one I gave a B plus. I love this pick. It, it, it's this when you look at an Elijah Hicks, a safety. It's a lot to like when it comes to his game. The way he plays at coverage, right? The pass deflections, bro. And right. also, one of the things that I saw on tape with him is he's always in the right spots to help create turnovers. This defense needs somebody like that because we did not have a lot of that last year. Matt Eberflus has a type of guy that he likes. This guy fits that bill to the T. Well disciplined, bro. But he gonna be he gonna be afraid to get physical. And this is the thing. The same thing I said about Brisker earlier. Elijah Hicks is gonna come up and he gonna hit somebody. He ain't afraid, Prez. And you talk about guys like Eddie Jackson, Prez. These are kind of guys that pushes you, right? When Paul's talking about competition, he is competition. He definitely is. And the thing about it is, hey, starting out, he may end up being a special teamer, right? But he's gonna push DeAndre Houston Carson. He's going to push Dane, and that's what you want on this team. Competition. There you go, Prince. Open that door for it. Somebody better be nervous because <laughs> this kid ready. <laughs> this kid is ready, Prince. He's coming. Yeah, I like this. I like that pick a lot. All right, our last pick, Trenton Gill, North Carolina State punter. Hey, look, Prez, <laughs> guy like him, man, we can use one anyhow. I mean, you can never, you know, you, having one, you definitely need it. But I have no issues with this here, man. Safe pick right here, Prez. I think the Bears went in the right direction with it. So why not have him see what he got, man, and see what he can do? Well, yeah, I mean, when you look at it, I give the move a B. After losing Pat O'Donnell this offseason when he went to Green Bay, boo. But the thing about it is, we didn't know what we are going to do upon her. Well, right. they answered the question because early in the offseason – you brought up A-Dub that we signed Ryan Weslow on the roster. Yeah. So there's going to be that competition for the punter position. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. We'll see. I give it a C plus, but we'll see, Press. Now, but the only thing that I worry about when I think about a punter is the chemistry that that punter is going to have in the holding game with Cairo Santos. Because we saw that Pat O'Donnell and Cairo Santos had an amazing chemistry together. Cairo Santos has been nothing but consistent here in the Chicago Bears uniform. So whoever ends up being that punter is going to end up having to be that holder. So it'll be, it'll be really interesting to see who has that chemistry with Cairo Santos in, in, in addition to being able to kick the fuck out of that damn ball. Yeah, man. Let's not screw Santos over because we've been fortunate to have him on the squad, man. Santos been a real deal, and I want to keep that pace going, man. When it comes to this pick with Gil, I give it a C plus because while I thought I think that he was one of the top putters in this draft, he's a little inconsistent with distance on his punts, and that's something in this NFL you got to be able to boom that damn football. So, in addition to the holding situation, when it comes to Santos, 
I'm gonna need to see a little bit more distance on those punts. He got a chance, Bryce. He got a real chance to continue to work on it. <laughs> the weather conditions can be crazy playing in Chicago, man. So that's just something you just gotta adjust to and, and be on point. So um, I'm hoping that hey, this kid continue to learn, man, and get it get it together. So could be a good competition there. Yeah, but I give Ryan Poles a salute because he drafted a guy that we needed. We needed a punter. I love competition. Again, you and I talk about that so much. Well, the guys are going to bring more competition here because now you're going to have the punters going head up. <laughs> hey, that's crazy. Punters going at it. The secondary going at it. The offensive line going at it, man. It's just good competition all around, man. Yes, sir. Now, I will say this, Adel, before we get out of here. Now, I know that I was a little disappointed that we didn't go after a playmaker earlier in the draft for Justin Fields. Now, Ryan Poles had a strategy and approach. He went for the best player available. I'm not going to knock that because look at those players that he brought in. Gordon and Brisker, I think those guys are going to be studs. They're going to start from day one. Now, a lot of fans that are still a little upset about those picks, think about that. Los Angeles Rams game where Cooper Cup was 30 yards in front of the secondary and all of our guys were chasing after him. Eddie Jackson, Tyshawn Gibson. Like, that's why Ryan Poles came in here and said, fuck that. I'm upgrading <laughs> the secondary. Because he saw plays like that on tape. You Bears fans, we can't have a short memory. That secondary needed to be upgraded. He came in here and upgraded. That offensive line needed a little bit of more nasty to it. He came in here and he did that. Because you're right. But short memory, hey, long memory. We've been struggling in that secondary for a couple of years now. So I'm glad we're at a point now to where, hey, you know what? We're trying to really resolve it. And now this is going to be a good time to see it all come together, man. So I'm kind of happy about these picks here. That yeah, I think but just my only frustration is the fact that we only drafted one wide receiver, Bellis Jones, and he's not even a true wide receiver. He's a, a, a specialty player, 25 years old. I thought they should have done a little bit more to help out Justin. However... Right. I think that Ryan Poles, for the most part, getting 11 draft picks in this draft, outstanding. I gave him a B for this draft, A-Dub. I don't know what you thought, but I thought for his first draft, just on paper, because it's it, – and we know how these draft classes go. You need, right. like, two to three years to really properly grade them. But as of right now, what I've seen on tape and kind of just my own opinions about the players, I give him a B. I got to give him a B as well, Perez. First showing for Perez – I mean, good chemistry, good vibes, Perez. Good philosophy around why you made your picks, right? Why you went in the direction you went in. So what you grade on the curve? Because you gave a lot of C's. I don't know how all them C's add up to a B. Y'all, as you know, I was going to get them. Hey, man, look. Hey, look. There's a lot of C's out there. But guess what, Perez? Some of them B's high B's, man. Still a oh, B. Yeah, I don't hold that. Yeah, see, he graded on the curve. Yeah, he graded on the curve. <laughs> but yeah, I got to give him, man. Yeah, look. Oh, we got to give it up to, man, to, to Ryan Poles, man. A lot of hard work went into this, man. That dude put a lot on the line, man. A lot of sleepless nights, man. And um, I take that – I do not take that for granted, man. That's a lot of hard work to do this. No, no, no facts there. And listen, we've had a long off season. We covered the senior bowl. We talked about the draft ad nauseum. Now the draft has come and gone. Now it's going to be really important to see rookie minicap time, how all these players look out there. But I really can't wait. For training camp, you and I will be there covering that at Hallis Hall. Brother, I am so excited for this season to start. I love the players that Brian Poles has brought into the mix here. Man, looking forward to the competition with this team, Prince. Who wants it, baby? Who wants the smoke? <laughs> Let you guys compete and fight for them roles, man, for the positions, man. Nothing is guaranteed. Everything is earned. And I tell you one thing, boy. 
House Hall ain't gonna be no damn uh no no, no uh, country club practices no more. I tell you that much. That's <laughs> gonna be physical, and you're gonna see guys flying around the football, and I can't wait. Man, that's gonna be awesome to see, and that philosophy from Everflus. Yes, sir. Well, hey, Doug, man, it was good chopping it up with you, man. I'm glad that you got a chance to connect and meet with your boy Money Moon. I hope that you let him know that you are a huge. Support. I told Money Moon. The bank is open, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. I think it's going to be open a lot this season. Audience, we appreciate your continued support of this show and for helping to make us a top-tier Chicago Bears podcast. We're the Bears Centrals, and we are out.